1: Now on to the show.
0: All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. This is your weekly dose of the Dairy State. We are, again, your hosts, Eric. And I'm Russ. Hey. So today we are talking about the origin story of the drink that Wisconsinites have a special uh, love for in our state here, uh, the brandy old fashioned. Uh, we also have Wisconsin music from sleepy gaucho. Another brew review. We have another installment of how many locals you were at, as well as a special interview with our good friend, uncle Jesse from his liquor kitchen.
1: That's a boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, as always, uh, please rate review subscribe comment share like do all the stuff hit the bell get the notifications all the stuff for sure um it just really helps us uh get the word out you know share us around uh it also really helps the the breweries that we feature and also the bands and and artists that we feature on here as well um so we want to get as much exposure as we can for not only ourselves but really for other uh uh establishments here in wisconsin whether sure. that be breweries restaurants or the the bands yeah i mean when you're in a midwest band it's hard to get your
1: name out there anyway
0: so if you can if you guys can help us out help these guys out too you especially know? right now it's been a really hard you know like 12 months at this point since uh, the beginning of this all so uh, anything that we can do to uh gain some exposure for somebody else and to really help because then hey Keep an eye on their uh, their their social media pages because they're going to tour in 2021 now, uh, you know, come this summer, and, and you're going to want to go see them. You've heard them here. Go see them out there. So without any further ado, here is our main story today, the origin of the Brandy Old Fashioned Cocktail.
1: So the original recipe we're going to start with, okay, we're going back, back to the basics, back to the beginning here. So we had to begin with the original recipe, and it was actually featured in a book titled Jerry Thomas Thomas Thomas's Bartender's Guide How to Make Mixed Drinks, which was published in 1862. From the very early days of bartending, a drink was listed as old fashioned Holland Gin Cocktail, where it states crush a small lump of sugar in a whiskey glass containing a little water, a lump of ice, two dashes of bitters, a small piece of lemon peel, one jigger of Highland gin, and mix with a small spoon and serve. This was new to me, as I always thought the original recipe was a whiskey recipe, didn't you, Eric?
0: I see, I always thought... I didn't know it was gin. Yeah, I, I had originally thought this was like the rye, like a whiskey or a nice bourbon or something like that cocktail, but... Uh, I had no idea that this had originated with gin yes yeah, in an fact interesting it sounds flavor. awful with gin
1: yeah I don't know if it'd be a great flavor gin is
0: like a Christmas tree most gins it's like a- I do have a really good gin that I love uh, in um, I love Hendrix. A lot of gin. Hendrix is probably my all-time favorite gin uh, it, it doesn't taste anything like your normal Christmas tree um, it has rose and cucumber it's infused with rose Young. and cucumber. Uh, it tastes great with a gin and tonic just with you know your normal like canfield's you know uh, uh, tonic soda or whatever but this the, the, with the with the bitters and and the uh, it sugar just, yeah, it doesn't sound like it meshes
1: yeah not at all i mean for me the gin i've been going to is uh, have you ever had death's door which is actually death's door, door is door county That's yeah it's a great one it's um, a
0: great gin i have but i've also had their whiskey uh the death door whiskey which is a white whiskey actually wow And it is crazy strong. I'm going to have to give that a shot. I think you can run a vehicle off of it.
1: Really? It's that hard? I'm going to have to give it a shot. So here's where our risky bourbon-making brothers from the South come in. We are talking, of course, about Kentucky. In 1880, a private social club called the the Pendennis Club was credited with making the very first Old Fashioned in Louisville, where we would later bring the recipe to New York City. Also in 1880, the 25th mayor of New York, Samuel Tilden, who was also a candidate for the Democratic Party presidency, but withdrew, stated in an article in Chicago Tribune that at the party he held after conceding, hot whiskeys, scotch and Irish, particularly particularly the latter, sour mashers, and old-fashioned cocktails were drunk in honor of the event. Nice. So it's like the first mention well, and they're, with the whiskey old-fashioned. Right. And, which is and pretty neat. Y- hey
0: crafted cocktails have been a thing all around the united states for a very long time. Right. Uh you know b- beer is is great but i don't think it was it was uh, uh drunk as 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 much as uh cocktails like with liquor.
1: Yeah, exactly. And obviously like with, with prohibition stuff is kind of the go to. Yeah. You know, i mean a lot of people made their own moonshine
0: yeah. just to keep it going. It's honestly a lot easier to just make uh like a moonshine it, cuz that's just like a corn really all you need right? is sugar and yeast yeah you
1: know that's all you really need for any any kind of sugar and yeast and, it, so. and then is it corn or i mean potato you can get potatoes so it, it's different so with like liquors for example like if you're going to make a rum you need a like um you need brown sugar or a molasses to make a rum got it okay technically so a brandy yeah. is a fruit liquor so yeah. anything with fruit sugar you make in that yeah um, with tequila, it's agave, agave, sugar. Yep. agave sugar. Yeah. Um, when you're just doing like a vodka or a gin using potato, but with gin, you're adding the juniper
0: because also so getting vodka, that piney flavor with vodka, you don't have to use potatoes. A lot of vodka that everybody else uses that, that the mass uses isn't potato. It's just a straight liqueur. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a specific type of vodka that is a potato vodka, that's called 44 North, and that's just the only brand that I know of, Yeah, but yeah. they do like a huckleberry um, flavor of it, and then also like an orange, like a tangerine almost flavor of it, or nectarine. It's nectarine. Yeah,
1: really. I mean, I mean, when you're thinking of vodka, it's mostly a neutral liqueur. Yeah. you When they're, when they're boiling off, it and can I think be any of the is sugars. It just corn? Yeah. Um, you can make a corn. Um, it's not technically... The original is actually potato. Got it. The original. Um, yeah. If you're making like a bourbon, for example, you're actually making a malt like you'd make with a beer. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. You That's can make, awesome. You can also add corn to like Jack Daniels. I think adds corn malt. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah. So here's another publishing of the old-fashioned whiskey cocktail. In the book Modern American Drink in 1895, written by George Kepler, the recipe reads as follows. Dissolve a small lump of sugar with a little water in a whiskey glass. Simper, Which, if you don't know, that's actually a simple
0: syrup. Exactly.
1: I yep. just wanted to say that. Just sugar, water, s- yep. simple syrup. Add two dashes of bitter, a small piece of ice, a, a piece of lemon peel, one jigger of whiskey, mix with a small bar spoon, and leave the spoon in the glass. So for Wisconsinites, um, where does the brandy come in? You know?
0: Right. I mean, and, and that, for us, I think, goes back to us producing did we produce the 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 brandy itself or we're gonna find out what happened here okay it's it's,
1: it's actually quite an interesting story so first we have to dispel the myth that everyone thinks is truth and actually in our state it's still people still believe this it's not true the story goes that in 1893, World Columbian Exposition, aka the World's Fair, which we talked about in some previous episodes, where
0: very yeah in very the previous much.
1: episodes, example for like PAPs, remember they had the uh, blue ribbon recognition, blue ribbon beer, cracker jacks, Aunt Jemima syrup, and for the first time, people t- actually were able to taste California brandy in the Midwest. Ooh, yeah. So alcohol, alcohol distilled from any type of fruit is a brandy. So the actual myth that we have to dispel here is that many Wisconsinites came to the the, the particular loved corbell's brandy as the corbell's brandy brother which popularized the now infamous brandy this is however false they actually never met corbell brothers at the wisconsin night fair can you believe that really? it's not how it all started and it's like a few people have dug into this including some historians it's not true wow yeah so, i
0: mean we still use corbell as like the number one seller. we drink like 60 percent of well, the corbells who and, and i remember on a, on a couple episodes ago we were interviewing um uh one of the breweries and they mentioned uh the, the fact that if you go to Corbell they actually have like a bunch of different loading docks one or one or two is specific to is it, Wisconsin no, and then the rest is like everywhere else
1: <laughs> so this is where like we should actually be using this um brandy for example and I'm not gonna we're gonna go through it right now. And Korbel is not the actual one. Okay. It's crazy, but we actually didn't know this. Tasty brandy, though. It was after World War II, and cocktails among young men, especially German young men, were on the rise. Well, during this time period, there was a lot of bad booze due to all the distillers being shut down, and they sent their grain to Europe for the war efforts. So yeah. they are actually we were supposed to apply that for food. like more. what
0: we talked about in the last episode, a lot of different uh, production and manufacturers and stuff had to start producing for war efforts instead of just use right here in the United States and for our own consumption
1: exactly so however some 30,000 cases of really great aged Christian Brothers brandy were found and people bought it up so this was an easy choice to make the cocktail I mean what would you rather have spoiled bourbon or would you rather have a fresh Christian Brothers that's actually aged fruit sugar
0: There you go. Easy easy situation. Easy choice.
1: So instead of Corbell, we should be drinking Christian Brothers Old Fashions.
0: Wow. Isn't that nuts? And I would imagine that not every place uses Corbell. There's probably more so some of the rail uh, um, brandies that are used or some of the other more crafted versions of brandy as well. Because I have had some Corbell Old Fashions, but then I've had some of the other different brands as well.
1: So I recommend anyone go and try Christian Brothers because they're actually the original Wisconsin old brand if you want to get the old historic version of it because that would be close as close as you could get. Yeah. And, you know, with Wisconsin, we are the kind of those people where, like, if you get something, for example, like in our You Singers episode, if yeah. you get something, you kind of stick with it.
0: It's kind of like the go-to. Yeah. And we haven't changed. Well, yeah, and, and uh, you know, when, when somebody changes, uh, like, the recipe a little bit... You know, it it can sort of throw us off. I mean, um, you know, uh, I think it, it's uh, uh, Schlitz. They had had previously gone to a different recipe. They kind of lost their name. They lost their their market. Uh, uh, uh kind of their market. Uh, and and so in in somewhere in the two thousands, they actually started marketing Schlitz beer as the old 1960 right. recipe recipe being brewed again you know
1: which is crazy and you know if you're gonna buy brandy from now on but i'm going to throw this out there as wisconsin drunken history podcast and doing a lot of digging into this by christian brothers yeah they're still available you can still buy it on any shelf
0: throw back man throw back yeah, right to the, the original. original
1: yeah for sure and so, to, so before we conclude the episode, you wanted to share the official Wisconsin brandy cocktail recipe with you because if you want to make it at home or whatever. Yeah.
0: And this is written in a bunch of different publications as far as yes. uh, what a, a brandy old fashioned should be made. And there,
1: there are variations to Like you can add, you know, instead of adding um, soda water, you can add a sweet or a sour element to it. Yeah, squirt soda. Yeah, squirt or something to add the sweet or sour edge to it. But we're going to read the official released Wisconsin-style brandy old-fashioned recipe. Just so you can kind of know how it is. So it's two ounces of Corbell or other light-bodied brandy. brandy, And we're making a suggestion to use Christian Brothers to get the original recipe. Yeah, Two dashes of Angostura uh, bitters. Which yep. is kind of your two to scope three to. dashes. Yeah. yeah, two to three dashes, which actually our buddy coming up mentioned the same thing. Yeah. So one sugar cube, two orange slices, and two maraschino cherries for the sugar aspect, the sweetness, yeah. to kind of add a little flavor to it. Yep. So you put the sugar in the base of your old fashioned glass and dash the bitters into it. You add the fruit and muddle, avoiding the pith. Until the sugar is dissolved, add the brandy and stir to combine. Add one large chunk of ice and top with a sweet or sour water or seltzer press or anything or or nothing at all. So yeah. you can there's different things. Or you can add the garnishes as desired. So if right. you want if you want to have like your little special spear with a couple of maraschino cherries on it. Yeah. If you want to add a couple more like if you like the, the peel on the edge. I was just going to say the peel on right, the edge is the...
0: Uh, sort of, uh, you know, like a throwback to what you see as like the the picture of the cocktail.
1: Yeah. And Eric, do you, for you, do you prefer the uh, sweeter sour
0: cocktail? I've always ordered it as a uh, brandy old fashioned sour. You have. Uh, and, and I've had the sweet, but I always run back to the sour cocktail. Uh, uh, Version of it, you like it just a hair better. Yeah, I'm,
1: I've always been on the sweeter side of things with the Brandy Old Fashioned to kind yeah. of take that edge off that Brandy. Yeah, but w- I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's crazy that we 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 have built up corbell so high in the state. Yeah, but really, it's the Christian Brothers
0: who saved us and actually made this cocktail. What do you think? I mean, honestly, to to be fair, I don't care. I brandy, don't even yeah. I, like put Brandy in there, and it's fine to me. the The thing that 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 uh, sort of helps me in that in that argument almost is hey, you know what? What kind of vodka do you prefer in your uh, uh Bloody Mary? For sure. Who cares? Right. It's covered up by all the other things. Exactly. Now, if I were to know what Christian Brothers was uh separately from a cocktail, or if I knew what Corbell tasted like separately from the cocktail, maybe that would assist the the flavors of the the rest of the ingredients. You but know But I don't know that.
1: Right, and I've always wondered if the blackberry brandy yeah. because our state is full of blackberries they're grown everywhere. You actually have some in your yard here. I like do. Right, right up the by the garage, boy. you have a whole bunch yep. of them growing. So I'm wondering if that kind of influenced the Corbell because he grows so naturally here.
0: We could try. We could try to to distill our own uh, uh brandy from the uh the the sturgeon uh the WDH brandy is coming out. Wisconsin Drug and History brandy is coming <laughs> yeah. out soon. So I think you know, and it's like I interesting. Said, I think the the thought is interesting to me of um, doing almost like a, a little bit of a scientific uh, breakdown of of individual components and how they affect the overall flavor. Like Jesse had said. Uh, the, the, the dashes of the bitters don't go more than two or three because right, otherwise a couple,
1: little, it's gonna really
0: it. alter that effect that it has on the overall flavor of the cocktail itself. So and 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 you know uh Hey, you know what? Let's get scientific about it because that's what makes it fun. Let's take some notes on the side. Say, oh, sure. hey, test up, test number one. We do, you know, two to three bitters, and then we also add this certain type of brandy versus this. It just sounds like it's going to be uh, a drunken mess. For so. sure.
1: And before we conclude the main story, um, let us know your Wisconsin drunken old history. Uh you're old fashioned. How, yeah. how do you make yours? We, how, we
0: want to know your, your recipe. How do you like yours? Yep. And, and also send it over to us. It would be great. I think we'll probably do this in the, in the future as well. Um, we'll, we'll run some sort of a poll to see if you like it, uh, sweet or sour. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So, all right. All right. So we have a really awesome music segment again today. Uh, The artist that we are featuring is Sleepy Gaucho. Uh, This is just some of uh, uh, just just a really quick look into our uh, our great folk music that we have right here in the state of Wisconsin, Um, and and it's sort of like a Pan American influenced sort of folk music i mean really good I, stuff exactly yeah, I, 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 I love I it i got a little
1: indie influence on it too like, exactly I, I love the stuff i mean i've heard of them before we even had you know we reached out and he was like yeah we can use our music just good stuff all around I, we love it
0: yeah i i absolutely love uh every different aspect of of the music love the vocals i love the lyrics uh again as with all of these uh definitely go and check out the other catalog that's available um it's just so
1: well crafted it's it's amazing musicianship it's just awesome
0: and we have such a difficult time choosing the the one that we're gonna show uh but so for this particular episode we chose take me for a ride uh and again that the artist is sleepy gaucho (laughs)
2: You think it's all well. worth even if it's false, I it just wanna smell. It, I've got it all Catch the train. Catch those I Catch the train.
0: So, again, that was Sleepy Gaucho. Take me for a ride. Incredible stuff. I urge everyone to, uh, like I said, dive a little bit deeper into that catalog of what's available because this is only a really brief snapshot of all of what's there, you know? Um, And this is just something that we chose. It was our sort of uh, preference of uh, what really grabbed us. So uh, check it out, Facebook, all the Instagram, social medias, and then also on the iTunes and the Spotify, Uh, go take a peek. Uh, And then also uh, if there's a website available from his Facebook, then definitely go check that out. Because again, uh, once we get through all this here in 2021, there's going to be tours again. We're going to go see live music again. I know. It's
1: going to be awesome.
0: Uh, so we have another beer review. Woo. Yeah, we got a
1: really good one today. Um, so we are actually drinking a beer from the uh, the Brewing Project, which is actually out of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Great stuff. Projects But with a K, just so you know if you want to look them up. Yeah. Um, the IPA we're drinking today is Dare Mighty Things IPA, and it's actually from a quote from Theodore Roosevelt, if you want me to read it real quick for you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So far better it is to dare mighty things to win glorious triumphs, even, th- even though checkered by failure, than to take rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat from our own Theodore Roosevelt, which hey, is pretty
0: cool that they did this. Basically just means go out live extend yourself a little bit if you don't you're just gonna live in the gray man exactly so if you don't know about the brewing project
1: they're actually from eau claire wisconsin yeah um in this specific beer is coming in mine is actually 6.62 eric's is at 6.63 percent abv by volume he I gave him the higher I one because I got I got to chill out and drive home later tonight and yeah. Eric's actually gets to sit here so he gets the .01% more.
0: I'm going to fall asleep by the drum set here in a little bit.
1: But it's actually a New England style IPA and you're definitely getting the New England flavor from that Azaka hop you're drinking say,
0: that. The Azaka is the one that that really sets this one apart. It, when you when you have an IPA and you You'll start to recognize if you're if you're a fan of IPAs, your palate will start to understand the the really the the the, the in specific differences between uh, the the Azakas versus the Citras, the Mosaics, the Cascades, Cascades, Yakimas, uh, all of them.
1: For sure. This one is really good. You know, it's 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 a little drier on the back palate. I think, yeah, than sure. I, I would normally like. I do like this one a lot. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 just a little bitter, little drier on the back palate for
0: me. And and for me, so this one was highly recommended by uh, a coworker of mine, and he kept saying, "Dude, you gotta find it." And I was like, i I'm, I'm just having a hard time finding it in stores. I just." You know, because they're from Eau Claire, the distribution, you know, outside of that area can sometimes be hit or miss. And you're lucky when you find it at a store, because that means that they probably just put it out recently. It just came in on a truck and, uh, and you're, you're sort of within the first like day or two of them on, un- on, un- everything. So for this one, it's going to be a little bit tougher for you to find unless you're in that area, which we're not, but This, this, uh, the brewing project has amazing stuff. Visit their website because they're coming out with some of the best, like hazies, milkshakes, regular, you know, these IPAs. They're, they're, uh, just their, their grasp on brewing is amazing. Yeah. It's kind of cool. They have a really cool logo. They have like a
1: sprocket with a hop on it. It's amazing. It's really neat. And yeah, it's so, it's the brewing project spelled with a K instead of a C on project. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely check these guys out. This is a really good one. I'm glad Eric brought it to my attention. You know, this might be one for somebody just starting off in the pale ale world. Maybe you want to wait a little longer for. It's 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 a, it's a definitely a different palette, I would say. Yeah. And then just starting off from like a stepping stone. Yeah. So it, maybe if you're more of a beer drinker trying to get the new tastes and experiences. I was just going to say,
0: you know, and, and, and especially because, uh, you know, it's, it, it is a little bit drier, like you said. Uh, this is actually a, what is this? A sick, what, what size can is this? It's
1: a big, it's a big boy. Yeah. So we're drinking the, uh, the, it's a larger can. I, yeah. it's, it's a pint,
0: a full pint. Yeah. So the, the, you know, the, the particular, uh, uh, co-worker of mine, Alex, he, he's been out to Colorado as well. I think he lived out in Colorado as well. He, He's also been to some of the other brewers uh, that we've been to, the breweries that we've been to out there in uh, Fort Collins. He was in, like, the Denver area. There's a ton of them in that area oh, yeah. as well. Uh, it just, you know, when you, when you find somebody who shares that same passion of uh, beer and the different flavors that you get out of it, it's nice because they can also invite you to some of these ones that you may not have a chance. There's just hundreds of breweries in the state of wisconsin there's hundreds of uh, thousands of breweries outside of the state of wisconsin that you know uh it, it can kind of get a little bit you know muddled when you're trying to pick out something uh at the store for sure it, and maybe you're just going based off a logo or an area or whatever but don't pass this one up if you see something from the brewing project Pick it up because I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. Whether you're just getting into IPAs or if you're really well into, uh, e- you know, exploring the beer.
1: Yeah, definitely tasty. Pick it up if you find it. Grab it. Great beer. It's like I said. It's it's a little more for the more adventurous spirit, but uh, we love it, and we're going to keep drinking some Brew Project.
0: Yeah. All right. So we have another edition of how, how many, many locals you, you at? and whatever. So uh, this one is, um, it's pretty cool. So what, what what are you
1: thinking about this one so far? Just your initial take when you heard the the actual headline.
0: So I just, I read the the, the title headline and um, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> she's she's a, a wild individual, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, let's hear so about this. A woman, so right here in River City. A woman who was pulled over in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, allegedly tried to get out of trouble by offering $10,000, as if that wasn't enough, and sex to the officer, Hmm. saying she couldn't afford another arrest because she's already on probation. In addition to fifth offense, drunk driving, and driving with a suspended license, the officer added a charge of attempted bribery and took her to the jail, which, you know. He must be stray laced because I don't know. Strong will on that man, unless she's just a hammered looking whatever. Um, (laughs) If convicted, this woman faces up to six years in prison and uh, she's only 30, by the way. Okay. She's from Michigan. She's from really? Iron, Iron Mountain. Ironwood Mountain, Michigan,
1: which is yeah. Wisconsin. And honestly, it's right over the border. It's right. There. It's I mean, Wisconsin. We, we have episodes. We've already it... just talked about this. <laughs> Let's not go here. So, We've already, uh... We're going to get kicked off our show for <laughs> talking about this, <laughs> about the UP. We love the UP.
0: Uh, so she was uh, easy for officers to find. I don't know if that's weird that she was easy <laughs> to find for it's the officers. Not,
1: not an appropriate way to say it, but that's cool.
0: The. Um... Witnesses called police after seeing her stagger across a parking lot to her car, which was a red Grand Am Pontiac. Oof. Shout out GM, right? Yeah, for sure. She had vanity uh, Michigan license plates reading Trouble. That's never good. <laughs> don't, don't call don't any more trouble.
1: The, just like, well, can you imagine having a license plate drunk? Yeah. It's the same <laughs> Pull thing. Pull me
0: over. I'm fucked. I'm shit-faced. I'm effed. Yeah. So... <laughs> um.
1: So what do you, what do you think? I mean, they don't give you. The, it stinks because a lot of these don't give you all I, the the details. The
0: they gave me everything I need to know about this.
1: Ten thousand dollars, thirty years old, sex to an officer. She's trying to what do, we, bribery. What are you like, going here?
0: I'll give you ten grand and a good time. If you just don't arrest me because I can't afford to go to jail, she's in a prison. Rip, she's gonna
1: rip a dinger to get out of this.
0: She's ready to TJ RJ MJ SJ everything it SAD whatever, is. whatever yep. you want, whatever you want to do. She's like down for whatever. Honestly, this is everything I need to know. She's this is a, a, a fifth offense uh, with. Um, some additional add-ons because of idiocy. and Do, do you she... have any
1: idea on the local? Because we got oh. we got some we got some details here. One hundred percent. I, I wh- know what exactly think? she's at.
0: She's at a three cans, so she's at twelve.
1: Twelve local. Yeah. 100%. You think of twelve local? I mean, she's offering up her body. To That's the what night. I mean.
0: So yeah, it I'm... takes it takes twelve local to be like you could put it wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> A
1: twelve, fourteen local Your is kind of choice. my idea too. Like, a th- I mean, she's probably she's thirty years old. She's young. I mean, like, like in when you think about it, she's pretty young.
0: She's easy to spot. Yeah, is, why
1: would you have tr- dude trouble on the license plate? Oh. Is definitely already a twelve local. I'm gonna add a couple more. I'm going sixteen local on this. What do you think? I could you can meet agree? you in the middle.
0: I could I could hit a fourteen. You're gonna go fourteen? Let's do because fourteen local. Trouble. Okay. Because of the vanity plate that says trouble. That's a, that's an idiot move. It's like having a license, though. Seriously, like I'm drunk, pull me over. You might as well have just rented a car. So I mean, for, we're going 14
1: on this one. We're gonna we're gonna knock it out. 14, I, yeah, 14, 14 local.
0: Sound the gavel. All right, all right. So we are here with our good friend Jesse. How's it going, man? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Not hey, too bad. it's just a Sunday over here, you know. Yeah,
1: you're the legend of bartending. We needed to have you yeah. on this episode, so.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) The sweet
0: legend of bartending. The uh,
1: legend. I've definitely drank a few Miller Lights and some greasy brews with (laughs) you. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) So this episode that we're dealing with today is all about the brandy old-fashioned, which uh, sort of lends itself to Wisconsin folklore, if you will. Um, And and we know that you've you've, uh, slinged a couple of craft cocktails in your day, um, oh, yeah. any, any sort of memorable, uh, establishments or, or, any places that you've, uh, bartended at and, and crafted these babies? Um,
2: I, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've done it professionally. Um, but I, as far back as, uh, well, how old am I now? <laughs> uh, I, for, <laughs> I forget too. Right. Uh you know, 15, 16 years ago, back when I was uh, a DJ downtown Milwaukee, I worked at um, a club called Three, which is no longer there. I was on Milwaukee Street. Um, and, you know, Mo's Irish Pub, Pub, uh, Generals, which is also gone. Um, and then, you know... You know the one that I don't like to talk about, but yeah. I was there for you know two and a half, three years almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's, it's
1: from a dirty small town we don't mention on this sh- on this
0: podcast. That's what we call. Okay, oh, so you're
2: on the same page. That,
0: <laughs> that one we'll just call Voldemort, even though it's <laughs> right. the one that we that we don't say the name. Harry Squatter. Yeah, we all yeah. know what
2: we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So, in, in your opinion, you know, there's a recipe for a brandy old fashioned. But, I mean, how do you – how would you go about preparing the cocktail if somebody were to have ordered it, it, you know, from you?
2: Well, traditionally it's actually um, made with rye. Um, Yeah. But being Wisconsin, we've sort of taken on the brandy uh, version of that. Um, I – personally, I prefer – bourbon uh, in mine, wow. um, but being Wisconsin uh, brandy, um, I actually, we use at home, I have um, Door County Distillery uh, Cherry Brandy.
1: Yum.
2: Um, Ooh. It's actually, yeah, it's super good. Um, we get it, uh, I usually get it when I go to Renard's, that cheese place that's up there. Yeah. They have it there, and that's usually where I get it from. Um, i so I'm up there quite a bit. That's, and, that's, that's uh, quite a
1: fasty old fashioned, man. That sounds great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's really good. Uh, and then it, you know, eliminates garnishes and things like that, which, you know, cherries and oranges and things like that are, it's supposed to be a garnish anyway. It's not really supposed to, uh, change the flavor of the drink too much. Um, but ideally it, you know, if somebody ordered one, uh, normally they specify what kind of alcohol they want normally brandy um you want to start out with ideally a sugar cube because it's always the same amount you don't want to just dump a sugar packet in or you know start scooping from a, a you know a sugar dish um and then three dashes of bitters that's another thing you want to be careful with because too little or too much you know changes the drink a lot more than you think it might yeah um and just a little splash of water, muddle it up till it's all dissolved. Uh, you can use, you know, normal bitters, or there's actually a company out of Milwaukee that's been around for a long time called Bitter Cube. Uh, they make some amazing bitters, all kinds of different flavors. Um, they have a really good orange bitters that I like to use for these. Um, hell yeah. And then, uh, you know, for me, the bigger the ice, the better. I like to use, you know, one or two large ice cubes. That way it melts slower, doesn't water it down, um, just better flavor-wise. Uh, so you add your sugar, your bitters, a little splash of water, muddle it up, put your ice in, add your brandy, uh, about two ounces or so, uh, and then stir it. And that's really it. Um Right Things on. like orange slices, cherries, soda water—that actually was all. That's believed to have been added around Prohibition time to kind of cut down on the the, uh, like the, the burn the, of the moonshine. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: right.
1: And Jesse, I was going to ask you too, since you're a bitters drinker, and you know quite a bit about bitters. Have you been to Nielsen's? Are you in the bitters club?
2: Uh, I'm not. I. And um, like I said, I normally either just use whatever you know, agnostera or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Um, or um, bitter cube. Sometimes uh, I would like to, once summer rolls around and I can start out a new project uh, at the house, I'd like to build a little bar and kind of start getting that stocked up with, you know, all the fixings. But yeah. For now, it's we just finished remodeling the kitchen, so I'm kind of taking a little break on
0: projects.
1: You for now. uh, you better keep the boys involved in that project. Oh yeah, if you're if you're oh, going to sure. install a
0: bar, you know at least let us hammer in a couple of screws to uh, fasten the uh, <laughs> the bottle opener or something.
1: Just leave a little room oh, for, for sure. a, Leave a little room for a Coleman cot when I pass out of your house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we got plenty of bedrooms. All right, good.
0: You're sleeping um, on the ice. yeah, you
2: guys uh, you can uh come help out maybe shoot a record a show down there or something
0: Yo, we oh love yeah to. It, for sure that would be huge to do some sort of like a special uh video episode and actually talk about uh how to craft a nice bar
1: oh heck yeah, yeah for sure we'll definitely get you on because we're, we're thinking about doing some patrons we'd love to have a uh, jesse uh making moonshine video yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we love <Nice>. it <laughs> And uh, so we we're gonna ask you. Um, you know, I know you've been from the Voldemort, so you probably slung a lot of like Jack and Cokes. But uh, what's what's another more memorable drink you've made of probably millions of?
2: Uh, well, I I kind of had a feeling this question was gonna come up. <laughs> um,
1: Not rum and Coke, and Jack I, and Coke.
2: Yeah. Well, if if Eric remembers uh, my Long Island from that bar. <laughs> I don't We're, know if he actually, I don't know if he will remember. <laughs> that's,
0: I was just gonna say. I don't. I don't think I will remember. Hurt it. him. You wrecked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blackouts.
2: Yeah. I. I made uh, quite a few of those over there. Awesome. That was one of my one and, of my specialties.
0: And that's just basically thirteen different boozes in one drink. <laughs>
2: <room>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, vodka, gin, rum, tequila. <laughs> triple sec and a splash of Coke, but you can, you
0: know, you can add whatever
2: you want. It's uh... a... <laughs> woo. Yeah. <laughs> now
0: that'll screw you up. Yeah. It ain't good.
2: Yeah, yeah it ain't good.
1: <laughs> the, guys! The the, uh, the, guys? the Long Island tea, a.k.a. the blackout yeah. liquor. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, oh, that'll ruin your day. <laughs> you know who
0: has some pretty good uh, uh, Long Islands is that uh, Applebee's. Oh, my God. Yeah I knew. <laughs> so... I knew that was coming. Oh god. Yeah, when they
2: used to do their their $2 Long Island. Yeah. That's just yeah. getting and drunk on and, the cheap. Yeah, then you go and you go there all day and your bill is only 70 bucks, but yeah. you still drink 30 of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and <you're laughs> awesome. And you're farting out Long Islands.
1: Oh man. All right, yeah, just <laughs> so we always ask, we always ask our guests, and we're lucky enough to have the legendary uh, Jesse bartender on our yeah. show here. Um, so we always ask, uh, "How Wisconsin you are?" Just a few questions to find out. I'm sure you've done all these. You're pretty Wisco. I know yeah. that for a fact. Sure. We've, we've definitely sat and drank some beer and uh, talked some crap. Well, I'll
2: tell you how Wisco I am. I'm building an ice shanty in the garage right now.
1: <laughs> there you go. Totally smokes, there, I, mean, I don't even think Holy we have crap. to ask any
0: more questions.
1: <laughs> you, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one we got for you, have you ever eaten a squeaky cheese curd, Jesse? Of course. Yeah. You you, you get the squeakiest, right? The squeakers? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. When to they're squeak. still
0: warm. <laughs> oh, that's see, that's the best. Sucking it out yeah. of a
1: cow. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a hot glass of milk. <laughs> so, Jesse, what, what do you consider to be up north Wisconsin?
2: Oh, man. Uh,
1: that's a tough one.
2: Well, I mean, growing up... Uh, we, uh, my grandma, who is since passed, um, lived up in Shawano, and that was, you know, from early on, that was my, our up north, but, you know, the older you get, the further up north, that's just up a, north gets.
1: Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, when we went to the Dells, like Eric said, that was like up north to me, you that's, know, it's like yeah. central yeah. Wisconsin, you know?
2: Yeah, now I'm like, Oshkosh was up north, and now I'm only, you know, an hour away from it. <laughs> it's not even that <laughs> yeah. far anymore, yeah. but back then it was. You know, it felt like it was all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesse, have you ever milked a cow?
2: Um. And not any of those I girls at that recall. unnamed bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. All, the the bar <laughs> <in> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I don't. I really. I can't say I have. I. I'm sure I have at the fair or something.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um,
2: or at the zoo. Even. Standard, yeah.
1: Have you ever tailgated at a Brewers, Packers, or a Badgers game, Jesse? This oh, is a pretty for sure. simple Lots one. Of yeah,
0: I knew you would be a trifecta kind of guy. I think there was absolutely a time that we did uh, that we took absinthe at a at a Brewer game, <laughs> oh. at least.
2: Oh, oh. And that was a. That was an early game too. <laughs> yeah,
0: Do you that guys was like watch, a noon game. You, you guys watch yeah. yout, yout, no That's what we call yeah, it. Dude. Holy smokes! I think we were done yeah, with that I game think... by like the fourth uh, fourth <laughs> inning. Well,
2: I think you were hiding in the bathroom for about a half hour there. <laughs> May have been.
0: May have been tough to get those ones out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Have you? Oh, Jesse, I know this is a dumb question. Have you been to Summerfest, and do you have a memorable band? Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. We've done that before. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I, well, as you know, Eric and I are pretty Blink, uh, big, uh, blink 182 2 fans. Yeah. Uh We've seen them there quite a bit.
0: Awesome. Um
2: I, I think probably that was, I've seen them there several times. That's probably, they put on one of my favorite shows at, at Summerfest, at least.
0: I love Blink. I mean, we we're, were all Blink fans here. So. Yeah, there was a horse yeah. cop, if I if I uh, remember correctly. Oh, No, that no, was motorcycle cop. Or motorcycle cop. <laughs> it looked like a horse. <laughs> when you have that many yeah. drinks, and you we were close pretty close. Oh, you know, I threw
2: I threw a whole beer into your trunk of your car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesse, have you ever hit a deer? Uh, no. That's phenomenal. That's actually crazy. Yeah, I'm <laughs> You're lucky. Every a...
2: <laughs> every every time hunting season rolls around, I keep my eyes out a little more. But uh, no, I actually have never, I've never hit one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jesse, this is another one that's probably dumb for you, but have you ever closed Wolski's? Of course. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to say. It's another dumb one for a Milwaukee native. I don't you have know? to have the, the bumper that's... sticker, but right. we've done it. Yeah. Jesse, so Supper Clubs, have you ever been to one, and do you have a favorite?
2: Uh, I've been to quite a few. Um, I actually, we go fairly often. There's one out in Pewaukee called Five O'Clock Club. Uh, My girlfriend and I go often. Um, Otherwise, I'd say one of my other favorites is um, called Silver Lake Country Inn. It's out in West Bend. and It's only cash. Their food is amazing. Their drinks, actually, their old fashions are, I want to say, like 2 or $3. Holy moly. Like, you're, you're done after like two of them. You don't need any more.
1: I, I, <laughs> I just, I heard Silver Lake and uh, I was like, woof.
2: I know. Okay. Almost volume. I know, and boy. that's I even almost hesitated to say it. But. You almost went there.
1: <laughs> so so I, I, next question I got for you, um, for a beer brat, is there a beer that you like to use? And it could be cheap, Pabst. crappy, whatever you want. Pabst. Pabst. PBR. PBR is yeah. a good broad, actually. That's a tasty broad. It's one of my go-to's. Cheap beer, good, good yeah, flavor. PBR,
2: red onion, black pepper corn. That's all you need.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome, Jesse. We got one more question before we let you go today. Um, a bar in Milwaukee. Do you have a favorite? Um, tough question.
0: It is. That is a tough question. Uh,
1: there's So many good in Brady Street has just there's just phenomenal bars around Old here. World Third and
0: Brady Brady and, so many good ones yeah fuck Water but yeah it's, it's yeah. a little too well, preppy for I me probably, there is there's a few on Water that are like okay yeah yeah Brothers okay but yeah
1: yeah
2: that, we did that was I did the Water Street bars before I turned twenty one <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And, I mean there's just
1: it's just not my scene. Nomad's you know. pretty great for Nomad. people watching.
0: No, yeah, no, oh, I love great. nomads. Yeah. That's a great one. Right by is. that
1: Walgreens and it
2: that's a good people watching bar yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's a
0: Starbucks around the corner, there's the, the record company right there. There's Yeah, yeah tattoo shops. There's a oh dude, there's like six tattoo shops in like the same block. I slept in that Walgreens
1: yeah. parking lot a couple yeah. times because I got too drunk downtown so I had to sleep it off. I think my wife has that'll too.
0: happen. <laughs> she used to live
1: down there, so Awesome, Jesse. Yeah. Thank you for your time today. We, yeah, we we loved having you on, man. You're like our legendary bartender. We've we've all had a few drinks with you. <laughs> Maybe got a little
0: too liquored up, having some private stash, oh, yeah. Captain Morgan's. But good times. Turn <laughs> turn the lights off and just pretend that the bar's closed, and we'll have our own. Oh we'll man, our own I just party. told that
2: story the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man.
2: We turned the lights off at like ten and locked the doors.
0: <laughs> it it just, just kept going huge. Yeah. The bar you know, need to make
2: cars would pull in and we'd hide until they left
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, definitely man uh, we'll have to have you in the studio as soon as uh, for sure as soon as it's safe and, and we'll, we'll have uh We'll have some some other things that we film and and do uh, yeah. with the bar and ice fishing and everything else. Yeah, too.
1: J- Jess, Jesse's a uh, liquor kitchen's coming up on our Patreon. Yeah, Jesse's so. liquor kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uncle <laughs> Touchy's lucky wagon here.
2: That's like the cheeseburger
0: locker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. All right, man. Have, have a good, good one. rest of your Sunday.
2: Yeah, you too. Have a good one, guys. All right, All right bye. Ya. All right, bye.
0: All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you
1: enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer.
0: And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages.
1: Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch
0: Watch out for deer on your way home.